0: Good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to episode 14 of Digital Marketing Revolution Podcast, and I'm your host, Ivan Temelkov. Hello, friends from near and afar. really excited to bring episode 14 to you guys. This one is actually uh, very interesting. Um, I got a chance to sit down with Mark Sawyer, who is the uh, CEO and founder of uh, the Bonfire app. Uh, Bonfire is a company that's based here in St. Louis, Missouri, and they're actually a mobile app. Uh, it is actually a uh, an engagement app. So one of the things that was really interesting to me in chatting with Mark um, was about the entire model behind Bonfire and how it all started. In addition to that, I got a chance to speak with Mark regarding technology and the startup The booming startup community here in St. Louis, Missouri, uh, which has uh, caught a lot of buzz in the media, especially over the last probably year, uh, being compared to uh, Silicon Valley and just really a great place for innovation and technology um, startups also uh, here in the Midwest. So that was really exciting and I'm, like I said, I'm really ecstatic to bring this interview to you guys. With that being said, before we jump into the interview, a couple things I wanted to mention to you guys. Make sure that you sign up for the Digital Strategist, which is a daily newsletter. You can receive free business and digital marketing tips on how to help grow your business using free resources, tactical approach, uh, deep insights, and so on and so forth. You can do that at digitalwebstrategist.com forward slash newsletter and just subscribe they'll be delivered directly to your inbox on a daily basis all right so without further ado let's go ahead and dive into the interview with mark sawyer and i will see you guys on the backside.
1: Hi Mark, how are you?
2: Good thanks, how are you doing?
1: Pretty good, pretty good. Can you uh, go ahead and introduce yourself to the listeners and just uh, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do?
2: Sure, Um, so I'm Mark Sawyer, I'm the co-founder and CEO of a private social networking application called Bonfire.
1: Very cool, very cool. So um, I understand that uh, you're originally from uh, New York City, so why St. Louis?
2: Yeah, I actually get this question a lot. I uh, so I grew up in, in Manhattan in New York, uh, and I came to St. Louis to go to WashU here. And um, you know, obviously, it's a it's a fabulous uh, institution. But um, you know, for me, it was really a, a great place for helping encourage my own sort of entrepreneurial ambitions. And I started my first company while I was an undergrad there. Um, and you know, I just fell in love with St. Louis and uh, been here ever since.
1: Very cool, very cool. Uh, I hear a lot of people say that that St. Louis has its own culture and environment, and tends to reel a lot of people in. So um, definitely glad to have you here. You mentioned Bonfire, you know, which is a great app, and I've heard of Bonfire too. Uh, question I wanted to ask you is, what inspired you, motivated you, you know, to take part of Bonfire? Can you tell us a little bit about it?
2: Yeah, um, you know, I, I was at Wash U um, while I was an undergrad there. Uh, Facebook was sort of just you know there was I was basically a part of that period of uh, facebook 's history when it was college only mm-hmm. and um, you know as Facebook sort of opened up to others and I graduated from college i I personally began to observe um, the value that I was getting from platform to deteriorate over time and you know as you as I looked around at the other uh, social networking platforms out there, uh, realizing that in one way or another, they all shared the same sort of underlying um, me- methods for operating which is connections right mm-hmm. so you know are we are you it's this binary one or zero you know are you my friend or do I follow you and sure. that is the determination for whether or not you can see my content and/or I can see yours and the problem with that is that uh, that sort of uh, reflects a uh, a linear uh, interpretation of how people build and maintain relationships over their lives, but the reality is is that there is not linear growth. Um, really, it's just that p- p- the people that we care about they don't grow in- in- indefinitely; they just change. Um, and so, you know, Bonfire was really just in its at its inception. It was really just about um, trying to find a better way to share privately with the relatively small number of people that we actually care about mm-hmm. and you know, I, I think like many you know, um, many businesses, right you start you start with an idea um, and you iterate on it and um, you know iterations later where we are where we are today.
1: Yeah, yeah, very cool, very cool. Uh, you made up. A- a uh, really interesting point about facebook too and linear uh, interaction how people really don't you know interact that way uh, which kind of segues into the next question and you know maybe you can elaborate on this further you know what are some specific use cases of bonfire i guess who would be you know an ideal maybe a customer for you guys or who would use bonfire maybe that's a better question
2: sure well um you know maybe this is sort of, i can back up and give a little bit of history so you know, realizing that with the limited amount of capital that we had to start uh, this, this business, right, tackling this, these, this really big problem of um, social networking and sharing that, that, that we identified, um, we certainly weren't going to be able to boil the ocean. And, and I think, you know, for us, it was really important from the beginning to identify a beachhead from which we could land and begin to grow the business. And so for us, that, that initial beachhead was events. So we started working with. Um, in the beginning, actually, it was we worked with Budweiser, we worked with the Rams, we worked with Express Scripts, um, and through sort of you know trial and experimentation, we began to focus more and more on the uh, the corporate um, customer. And from events, we 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 found that we were essentially creating these. Um, Communities right around um, events, which are big investments of time and money that lasts for a very short period of time And so for a fraction of the overall cost of an event A customer could leverage bonfire to extend the engagement around their event before during and after the experience in many cases in perpetuity right creating a an evergreen community if you will around that particular event experience and realizing that in many cases right these events are uh, attended by stakeholders from a company that have a very good reason to continue communicating and engaging with one another well after the event is over mm-hmm. and, and and realizing that uh, as, as a communication platform, Bonfire was is solving a much bigger issue and problem for companies which is really centered around engaging their employees. It's really centered around Helping them build culture and build relationships between the, the people that work together and the company that they work for, and so that that's that's really what you know. We help companies of all, all shapes and sizes, from the Fortune 100 to you know 300-person companies, um, and it's really around culture building, internal communications, um, employee engagement, uh, events, etc.
1: Mm-hmm. so in essence uh, one way to summarize is basically about engagement and relationship building that's that's uh, ultimately kind of the essence behind the bonfire app is that correct
2: yeah and, and I, I guess one you know one analogy uh, that might be helpful is if you think about what gets uh, you know a call center employee or a consultant I mean anybody out of bed going to work every day like what gets them excited to do that mm-hmm. it's not a technology to help them make more phone calls or you know, perform their actual job function. Not to say that that technology isn't important, but at the end of the day, when somebody excited to get up and go into work every day, it comes down to the relationships. It comes down to mm-hmm. feeling a meaningful connection to the people that you're working with and the company you work for. And, and our thesis is that techno- there's a lot of technologies out there, obviously, that help um, that, that you know, enterprise communications technologies that help companies and their employees communicate with one another, but they're all focused on productivity. They're all focused on performing their work. And our thesis is that um, you know, the, those technologies, by definition, cannot be technologies that people use to build relationships because that the, the kind of content that people are sharing to do that, to build those relationships, doesn't belong in a productivity tool. It belongs in a different space, and that's the space that Bonfire creates.
1: Very cool, very cool. Thank you so much for elaborating upon that. And now to kind of sure. switch, switch gears a little bit on, you you know, obviously you mentioned you had a, a strong entrepreneurial side, so I want to get your take on what your thoughts are on the STL startups and the technological evolution. Uh, what are your thoughts on that?
2: I mean, I think, I think it's, a, it's, a, it's a pretty exciting time here in St. Louis, you know. Um, and I guess you know my, my perspective is one of uh, of a resident, you know. So um, mm-hmm. you know, certainly take it with take it with a grain of salt. But um, you know, having been operating in the space for a number of years now, I would just I would say it's, it's matured uh, to incredible proportions. I mean, we have incredible resources and programs here. Uh, you know, thinking of things like R-Trance, um, the fact that right. there is there is an instant, there is something here in St. Louis that literally. Gives an entrepreneur fifty thousand dollars in cash, no strings attached. Um, that that is, I don't know of another program in, in, that that does that. Maybe they exist, but um, sure. you know, you, you have things like that. You have mentoring programs like I ten, um, and and you have just you know the all sorts of co working spaces, and and you have capital innovators. Right there's a lot of there's a lot of um, I think inertia behind the space, and, and ultimately, um, you know, like. Like I think any uh, startup ecosystem, uh, from its inception to maturity, there will be, you know, there's there's gonna there's gonna need to be some great success stories, and there's gonna be some failures. And I think the future of St. Louis's, uh, you know, tech scene, startup scene, is gonna is gonna relate very directly to how uh, the community, em, you know, embraces the failures and the successes. Um, or, or I should say, I should better say how the community reacts to those things, right? Because we don't want to fail, obviously. Yeah, absolutely. But um, but, but inevitably, um, you know, starting something new and experimenting, uh, there there will be failures, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So. I, yeah, I know that's a good, excellent insight that you mentioned. I mean, Arch grants is you know um, a, an excellent option for startups, uh, especially. And uh, the, one of the reasons I wanted to ask you this question is obviously being uh, an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur, someone that you know has been at, at heart with Bonfire. Uh, I definitely appreciate you sharing uh, your thoughts and insights on that. One other question that I wanted to ask you is, you know, uh, just kind of looking ahead, how do you envision digital and technology shaping up in the STL uh, startup scene uh, over the next three years?
2: Yeah, I guess if you wouldn't mind maybe clarifying a little bit. Um, sort of uh, h- help me understand that question a little bit better.
1: Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, obviously, with the evolution with the technology and uh, startups here in the in the St. Louis market, you know, I'm um, just kind of trying to get your thoughts really on what you see happening. Do you see any of the other companies? Um, mm-hmm. sort of coming in, you know, like Square obviously and I think Pandora, you know, is now in St. Louis In mm-hmm. um, CIC, I believe. I mean, what are your thoughts on, you know, how digital and technology might impact the STL startup scene and other companies that, you know, want to switch to the St. Louis market? I mean, I think,
2: you know, I, I guess I have a little bit less perspective on some of the more established, larger um, technology brands, if you will, you know and and what their what that impact their impact might be on St. Louis I mean obviously it would be a positive one they're creating jobs they're creating a little buzz um but you know to me I guess the way i and maybe it's a little bit of a reframing of the question, but I guess the way i i i I like to look at it is to think about and maybe this relates actually to your earlier question of um you know why, why St. louis mm-hmm. uh, because at the end of the day um you know there is a Huge amount of knowledge that has accumulated in other places like Silicon Valley, right? The the sort of the ster- you know the the, the 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 stereotypical the 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 held up example, right? Um, that that is just going to you know and, and maybe I'm wrong, but um, you know I, I would say is is more or less going to be impossible to replicate anywhere simply because the knowledge has taken so much time and so many brilliant minds to accumulate. So I, I I tend to try to look for you know what are the things about the St. Louis Specific environment that are unique to St. Louis that present potential advantages to companies that are here. Mm -hmm. And to me, um, the advantages are you know, there's a lot less noise. Um, you know, trying to start something in in San Francisco, uh, you know the the number of other co- or the Bay Area, right, or the or Silicon Valley, mm-hmm. uh, you're just going to be faced with an inevitably higher volume of competition, which has its benefits, right? Because you're 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 going to weed out hypothetically um, some of the lower performers. But the other, I, I think, big advantage here. Is the fact that there is so much focus on you know St. Louis has a very rich history and and talking to a lot of uh, folks who you know have grown up here and, yeah. and have stayed here, et cetera. Um, you know, there's there's certainly a, a I feel a, a harkening back to those days where St. Louis was the gateway to the West, and there's right. this desire to sort of have St. Louis return to its its eminence or its importance. Um, in, in the in in sort of you know the overall U.S. economy, and mm-hmm. I think that um, that sort of energy is is translating in a very positive way into the startup ecosystem here. Not only in terms of resources and investment, which is hugely important, but also just ac- accessibility of customers. Um, you know, the the looking at the, some of the companies that, that we we work with at Bonfire, like Express Scripts and Enterprise and Centene. Mm-hmm. I mean. You know, these, these are uh, huge organizations which, um, you know, d- we're, we're very grateful to have had the, uh, you know, t- the opportunity at, an, at a very early stage for us, you know, a year or two into business, um, mm-hmm. having the opportunity to work with them. And those kinds of relationships grow uh, and also help you get other ones. And so, you know, to me, I guess, I think that's really one of the unique things that uh, it, it, we have an extraordinarily high concentration of very large organizations based in St. Louis that are potential customers, that are potential investors, um, and and can lend potential intellectual capital um, to the overall ideation and creation of companies.
1: Um, Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, a couple of things you mentioned that really resonated with me is this, you know, reestablishing St. Louis as, you know, the gateway to the West, um, as it used to be in the earlier uh, days. And then, as you mentioned, the competition, you know, I think these are really, you know, the competition specifically is one area that I think a lot of startups in St. Louis look at specifically, um, Mm -hmm. you know, in comparison to like Silicon Valley, because like you said, lower competition, there's, you know, obviously companies you know, Arch Grants, who are supportive of startups, you know, give away cash for to startups. So those are real interesting thoughts that you mentioned. And that was, in essence... Yeah, and I would,
2: I would just clarify, sorry, one thing. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's not to say that there, there isn't... Because uh, there are certainly pros and cons to the competition side of the equation, right? I mean, Arch Grants, I don't remember mm-hmm. how many applications that they process for every cohort, but it's, I think it's you know, it's hundreds. Of, you know, Capital Innovators is the same. So it's not to say that there isn't, you know... Uh, the the folks that are getting awarded the R that are you know winning investment from are being accepted into the Capital Innovators Program those sorts of things I mean they've definitely gone through rigorous competition it's just it's just uh, I guess what I would say is that the 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 competitive landscape here in St Louis is not preventing companies from making connections you know one or two degrees away from most of the people here in St Louis it's really accessibility to people. Uh, to get feedback, to, you know, get, as I said, get investment, to get customers. That, I think, is really how the, the lower level of competition here, the lower level of noise mm-hmm. is manifesting itself in a in a positive way in the St. Louis community.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, those were some very powerful thoughts there. And I appreciate you sharing it. And before I let you go, you know, first of all, I really appreciate you jamming with me. Um, where can people sure. find you on, on the web? I mean, what's the best way to reach you if someone wants to pick your brain?
2: Gosh, uh, I guess uh, you can could, you could reach me on, uh, let's see, well, you can certainly go to the Bonfire app
1: uh, mm-hmm.
2: website and you can also find me on, uh, on Twitter.
1: Oh, very cool, very cool. And before I let you go, actually, one bonus that I wanted to throw in here is can you give us some insight into uh, um, any future developments in Bonfire, any new features that you guys are working on within the app? Yeah,
2: yeah you know, um, we're, we're going to be making some announcements about that. Um, in, uh, in the coming weeks here. So I guess I would, I would say generally st- stay tuned for that. But, um, you know, what's in store for us is just a lot of growth. I mean, we're, we're at a very exciting point in the company. Um, we're, we're finding real traction and, um, you know, we're going to be scaling up in, in every possible way. So it's going to be exciting several months ahead, no doubt.
1: Very cool. Very cool. Well, Mark, thank you so much for your time, man. I really appreciate it. Oh, likewise. Thank
0: you. So there you have it, guys. Uh, that was the interview with uh, Mark Sawyer, uh, CEO at uh, Bonfire. Um, quite the jamming interview. Um, I had a, a great time jamming with Mark and talking about Bonfire and startup and technology um, evolution here in the St. Louis uh, startup community especially. So I truly hope that you guys enjoyed it just as much as I did Um Feel free to comment on the podcast uh, if you have any comments, any thoughts, any suggestions. Feel free to share out there as well. And, well, I'll stop rambling and uh, that's about it. Thanks for tuning in to episode 14 of Digital Marketing Revolution Podcast. I was your host, Ivan Temokov. Until next time, guys, peace out.